Hello, friends, and welcome to the Career Guru Podcast. I am your host, Steve Yanofsky, and I am the Career Guru. What a glorious day it is to start your path on a new career. Doors are opening here at Boston Career Institute even as we speak, and I'm here holding the key for you. So tune in, stay sharp, and enjoy yourself. This is going to be great. Let's career up. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is your all-knowing, all-sensing, all-feeling career guru Maharashi coming to you on our second podcast of Career Up, Career Guru Podcasts. Today, it is my most sincere pleasure to introduce to you a guest that I have with me today. He is my student, and his name is Cedric. Cedric just completed or nearly completed my uh, sterile processing course and was able to secure employment while still in the middle of my class, which is why I invited him to come on board and share his story. So without further ado, I'd like to launch into this and just say hello to Cedric. Cedric, hi, how are you? How are you doing today, Steve? Steve is doing great. So let's launch into... Uh, our uh, topic of discussion for today uh, and to discuss your amazing success throughout your career journey. So first things first, uh, Cedric, if I may ask you, what actually motivated you to search for a new career today? You're obviously an adult and at some point in time you had made that choice. So tell me, what prompted you to move forward in your career search? Thanks for having me. So, um, for me, it was uh, a lot behind two major factors. Um, in my current position, I had moved from a different industry in hospitality. And um, due to COVID, we've gone through a, a big shakeup. My position was actually uh, closed due to the hotel actually shutting down. So I looked at naturally the next industry that could relate to what I was doing currently. In, um, medical field seemed like the, the right avenue as opposed to hospitality. So I started a career with uh, a small group, Stewart Medical Group. Actually, they're not small, but um, in a small section of that industry in a call center as a patient representative. And um, what I found was, uh, although it was a great uh, end to get into the medical field, it didn't really offer a lot of upward mobility or growth. And uh, I took the opportunity to look at um, other avenues of what I could potentially do. Um, and also on top of that, the compensation wasn't really where I needed it to be. And that was another major uh, motivation for me was, uh, you know, wanting to seek uh, financial, um, something st stable that I could, you know, survive on and also feel like I was doing the most to to bring in a, a good income. That's fabulous. These are all great reasons uh, to search for a new career, which leads me to my next question for you. And, you know, but before I move on to the next question, I want to stress the part about the finance. Making more money is key. I know I talked about this fairly extensively on my first podcast, but, you know, the last thing that you said about making more money, more stability, and we are in Massachusetts, the 
basically the uh, mecca of uh, healthcare. If uh, if you're not working for healthcare directly, you're working for healthcare indirectly in Massachusetts. So that's great that you made that choice. And um, you know, one thing in life that's true, uh, one of a few things that in life uh, are true: people are born, people get sick, and people die. So certainly, uh, and I'm I'm sorry to put it in these blunt terms, but if if anything that I am, I am blunt. So healthcare is not going anywhere anytime soon. So that was a great move from what I can see. So how exactly did you settle in on the uh, uh, hospital sterile processing? Most people don't really know what hospital sterile processing is, uh, much less look for it as far as a career is concerned. How did you, um, you know, come upon uh, choosing this particular profession, which happens to be my area of expertise and passion? Right. So, uh, like I said, um, coming from hospitality, um, I naturally have a, a really good tack of working with people. Um, I'm a people person, um, have a huge interpersonal skills, and I just love the uh, feeling of um, satisfying someone's needs when it comes to the service that they're looking for. Um, so coming from that, um, I looked into in the medical field, as far as my talents, what could I particularly do that could offer that level of service and satisfaction to uh, a patient or to a provider, whether that's your surgeon or technician or your nurse, who, have it, who, who it may be. And I came across um, the description of cell process, processing and what they do, and it seemed like, uh, you know, exactly at my field where it comes to what it entails as far as um, I am pretty much the, um, the front of the, the line when it comes to making sure that the, the quality of instruments that are used are there for when they're needed as far as in surgery and different aspects. Um, so with that, that, that was almost a no-brainer for me and I felt pretty good about choosing that as a profession. Well, that's that's fabulous. That's a really an educated approach to finding. It's not like sticking your finger up in the in the air, seeing which way the wind blows, but actually right. taking the uh, initiative and see which way it's going to go. So, a little bit about sterile processing for people who don't know what this is. Um, it is a nexus of healthcare and technology really rolled into one. You're not really uh, hands on with a patient, but what you are, you are an extension of the surgeon. You're providing the surgeon everything he or she needs to complete life-saving procedures. Um, without you, there is no surgery. Um, so this, this particular field is just phenomenal for people who are both tech-savvy and who really want to make a difference, much like you stated in the very beginning uh, of our conversation. And... Uh, but you don't necessarily want to be right there next to uh, a patient, and yet you still want to make a difference. And so this is this is great. Really glad uh, to hear that you were embarked on that path with with an understanding as keen as you did. Uh, next question to you is: How did you actually find me, the guru um, of sterile processing and beyond? How did you end up finding me, in general, or Boston Career Institute in particular? Um, so please take it away from there. Yeah, so um, I actually, um, while working with uh, the current 
company, Sewer Medical Group, that I'm with, um, I work in tandem with um, practices as far as doctor's offices and medical assistants and uh, aides and what have you. And just through discussion and asking questions about how they got to where they were, I came across one person that actually said that they became a medical assistant through Boston Career Institute. Um, they told me about um, where you guys are located, um, but you do have more than one location and also the types of courses that are offered and the length of time it takes to complete, et cetera, and how you could be placed into a career almost immediately after completing your certification. So yeah, I looked you guys up. Um, I gave you a call, spoke with a, a young lady, I believe her name is Shirley at your um, office and uh, we discussed the different um, opportunities that were available and that's how I came across again uh, processing and um, she introduced me to you and um, after getting the full introduction of what the course is and what it entailed and what it would take to get the certification I again thought this was a calling other than no other that this was where I felt most um, you know, I felt like this was where I needed to be and what I could do um, moving forward and getting this certification and cell processing. So that's how I came across you. Amazing, amazing. Um, from the time that you actually called and came to visit the campus, was the process difficult for you to enroll? Was it uh, uh, easy? How, how, how did we do as far as uh, showing you the ropes of coming in um, and uh, signing up for the program? It was actually very pleasing and very easy. Um, the first time I went in, again, I was hesitant because again, um, at my age, I didn't expect to be having to go back to school and get a certification and then have to look into being placed in another career. So that part on itself was a little bit um, nerve wracking and offered a lot of hesitance as to, do I really want to go down this road? But once I came in, um, I met uh, a few different people and specifically one of the medical assistant um, teachers there who kind of, before I even enrolled, asked if I wanted to sit in on one of the classes. And I absolutely jumped at the opportunity because it gave me a first-hand view of how things went. And I saw students from all walks of life, all different ages, all different backgrounds, and what they were doing to further themselves in their careers and get certified and land into a different career. Um, and from that view, it, it definitely gave me a little bit more confidence and also a lot of, um, you know, offered a lot more excitement as to why this was the right opportunity for me. Um, from then, I kept in contact with your office to just explain, you know, Due to the fact that I'm currently working, you need to find the right fit as far as hours, the timing, when I'd be able to complete it, how it would transition from one job to the next. And you guys were hands-on working with me, understanding, especially when it came to um, how I would pay for the courses, because, of course, that's a given. You have to obviously pay for it. It's not going to pay for itself. So understanding how I could break down my payments or what discounts are offered, et cetera, that definitely helps. And um, there was never a question that was not answered when I had one. Um, so keeping in touch with you guys and then finally being able to pull the trigger um, by working with you and my current employers was able to find a, a great area of when I could take the courses and transition from once I get my certification into 
possible employment. So it was it was absolutely very easy to um, understand and to find a way to get started on this new fascinated um, certification and on my way to a new exciting career. That is fabulous. I got to tell you, Cedric, uh, not too many people know, but um, Boston Career Institute is my brainchild. I, I created this with a good friend of mine. Uh, and for me to sit here and listen to you tell me that you had this positive experience with people who now work with me uh, and for me uh, is just uh, heartwarming. I'm, I'm thrilled that this actually happened this way. Um, so now that you've uh, enrolled, how was uh, your actual learning experience? Uh, I, and I don't want to put you on the spot, given the fact that uh, I am your... Uh, I am your sterile processing guru, <laughs> uh, you know, but the fact is that you're basically done with the class. Um, so no chance of me doing anything <laughs> terrible to your grades. Um, so how was your learning so experience overall? <laughs> no, it was great. Um, I, so to be honest, honest, uh, just to be very transparent, um, it was different. Obviously, a lot of people prefer to be face to face. With their professors in a class environment with their colleagues students what have you to be able to you know raise your hand speak to your, your your fellow student or to ask questions when you can do so in a proper manner but because of covid things changed out a bit uh, a lot of things went virtual which was this course specifically um was one of them and i didn't know what to expect but uh once it started it took uh, a little bit of um you know, uh, error, trial and error. And um, the first class, I didn't understand where I started, but I was thrown into like the lion's den in the, the middle of the course. But I understood once I was in there by the end of the class that what happens is I'm still going to go through all the material necessary and get caught up on everything that I may think that I have not gotten that I will get in classes to come. So as the classes went on, I started to get more comfortable in being able to ask questions as uh, the um, teachings were being done. And um, I gotta say your style of teaching is definitely not usual, um, uh, but it was actually more fit for what I am used to as far as hands-on and being able to understand what you're trying to relate because Again, when you see the textbook and the material that you have to read, that can be very confusing and almost seem like, wow, how am I going to get through this? But the breakdown of the material and the assignments that were given were um, very well put together that it made it much more simpler to go through each topic, each discussion. And even if you didn't get it that time when you came back and you did the revision, You'd always make sure there's room to ask those questions or uh, at least uh, get a better understanding of what you meant by a certain topic. And I, I absolutely was happy with how that went because it definitely made me more comfortable um, with understanding mat the material and participating in class and also getting to hear the stories of the students that are applying for work, et cetera, um, during the class was uh, different for what I've been used to. So getting to see that aspect of it as well was was really good. So I really enjoyed the process of uh, being in that classroom setting, even though it was not what I was uh, anticipating in the beginning. 
Wow, that's great. Thank you, Cedric. And I got to tell you, on, on my side, it was a, it is still a real pleasure to have you in class because of the level of participation that you personally exhibit uh, in class. And that's why I know you're going to do great, which leads me to my next question. Now, you have applied for a job in sterile processing as a sterile processing technician um, while still in classes. And uh, the question here is, why did you do that? What gave you the strength and confidence to apply? I mean, this is like totally new. I know we all have transferable skills, but you know, you're coming straight from the school's bench to really in a lion's den. What gave you uh, that strength? Why did you do that? Why not wait till the end? Well, the straightforward answer was at the end of the course, it's required for us to complete 400 hours of clinicals in that field. And doing that in an internship setting was not ideal because one, I need to do it on a job time basis where it's uh, nine to five. So I wouldn't be able to work at my current job. And two, it's unpaid. So going two months, taking up my entire week, not being able to work with no pay was not ideal. So when I understood from your explanation of you can actually apply for these jobs, which when I heard from one of your past students discussing, they did this process and they were hired without the certification. I was even unaware that most hospitals, clinics, facilities were even doing this and allowing you to complete your certification while working and not just working in an internship setting, but actually getting paid to do it. So that actually was my motivation and that gave me much more confidence to get going on my uh, updating my resume, which you helped with. And I have to thank you for that because by you doing so and me uh, applying and uploading my information to Indeed and getting the feelers out to these employers um, definitely helped. And um, once I did that, I started to, you know, uh, although, it may come differently for everyone, started to get some attention back based on the experience and how the resume was done. Um, I definitely thought that was a no brainer of applying while in school so I could continue to work and learn, but also get paid for it. So yeah, that's why I went ahead and did that. That's fabulous. That's absolutely fabulous. I mean, you really, you really played here by the numbers and you were achieving some form of success. So. I know you haven't started the, your job yet. You're still going through the process. But uh, tell me a little bit. I know you went through interviews. Um, how comfortable were you with interviewing? Uh, were you comfortable? Were you intimidated? Yes, no, why, why not? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. All right, so for this particular position, in the beginning, I would say I was not thinking I would do well in the position, the uh, interview um, setting because I was not working yet in sterile processing and I was still learning. So I really didn't understand the full aspect of what to expect in the interview process, what questions they're going to ask. But um, you provided one of your YouTube recordings, which is how to execute on an interview. And um, you gave a lot of really good material that really did not cover um, things that we studied in the classroom per se, 
but how typical interviews go and what you should expect and how you should respond. And in all my times of doing interview, I've gotten these questions before. And the way you gave us the responses was unlike anything that I've seen based on other YouTube videos I've watched. And um, for example, um, one of the questions that you get, and I, I can tell you that if not everyone gets at an interview, is tell me something about yourself. In the beginning of uh, my starting into the real career um, setting, my answer would be to literally tell the employer about who I am, where I'm from, how many siblings I have, what I like to do, what I don't like to do, and et cetera, et cetera. As I matured a little bit more in the career setting, I understood that they wanted to learn a little bit more of my skills, but also they wanted to know what I'm bringing to the table and why I should be hired based on how you responded in your in your interview. And that almost had a, a light bulb effect in my head where I was like, that's a that's that's brilliant because why wouldn't why would they want to hear anything else about you except what you can bring and why you should be the one that they hire. And when I took those uh, learning steps and I, I used them in the interview settings, it, it made me a little bit more comfortable with answering the questions and knowing how to present myself because uh, my first interview was almost like a conversation with someone that I met on an elevator. It was like an elevator pitch. And he first was just telling me about what he does and about where he works. and as soon as he finished, I pretty much finished the interview by telling him who I am and why he should hire me. And I, I, by the end of that conversation, he's starting to tell me about, well, when we bring you on, you know, this is what it would, it would look like as far as pay scale and how it would move forward. And I almost uh, dropped to the floor. I was like, wait, hold on. That's it. You know, I just thought that there was going to be more questioning, but based on my way of presenting myself and pretty much telling him everything that he needed to hear, I pretty much sold myself in that first interview. And that was one of the first um, job offers I got. And then I was presented with another interview from another company, um, went through the same process. And I felt more comfortable based on my first interview that that also was presented with an offer. But I wanted to Kind of give myself some time to kind of you know lament on the first uh opportunity i had so i was just excited at the fact that every opportunity that was presented to me i was getting some real honest feedback and offers and opportunities so um the interview process um hands down was um, something that started out not unknowing not knowing what to expect to just uh you know studying the the interview um recording that you made and understanding that if you just do these things, it's almost guaranteed, almost guaranteed, because nothing is a guarantee in life, right? But it's almost guaranteed that you'll get hired. If not, you'll get recommendations. If not, they'll keep you in the back of their head. And Absolutely. They may out the next day. Absolutely. You know, prior planning does prevent poor performance. And uh, that basically is going in rehearsed, going in prepared is what gets you in. You know, some people think that spontaneity is key, but there's nothing spontaneous about your interview. It only becomes spontaneous when you're fully prepared for every possible question. And it's not by learning and studying these questions and potential answers. You'll never get that right. 
It's learning and understanding the actual philosophy behind it and being able to respond properly to any of these questions, because in reality, there's only a handful, okay? But just they just ask them differently to see what you're going to say. It is obvious to me that you said everything correctly and you absorbed the knowledge in such a way that it was easy for you to respond, adjust, and adapt to the situation for which I'm, I'm forever grateful. Um, uh, because for me, your success is not only, um, uh, should I say, satisfying to me personally, but professionally, it is also to me uh, of utmost importance. So let me move on to uh, another question that I'm just dying to ask you. So you were offered a position. Now, I, I know this is a, is a point of uh, great uh, success. You've achieved something, but now comes the reality of what's going to happen. Now you're going to have to go and start a job. How do you feel? Are you intimidated? Are you scared? Are you excited? Tell me, tell me a little bit of how you feel, the, the actual feeling, and uh, how do you think it's going to happen on your first day out? Well, I think it's a mixture of a, a little bit of everything. Excited, nervous, um, maybe scared a little bit, um, not knowing what to expect. But I think that comes with almost anyone going into a new field that they've never worked in. I don't. I don't think it matters what kind of field you're going into. It's just not knowing what to expect on the first day. Um, for me, especially in this field, um, I think there is so much importance behind what we do as technicians that you want to always feel like you're doing 100% the best job because the feeling that you may not you know, fully be there yet um, could be nerve wracking in that you don't want to be uh, looked at as maybe you're not qualified, but that could just be, again, lack of experience. I haven't been there yet, so I don't know exactly the ropes. I haven't been taught. So that, that definitely plays into it. But again, um, that's just the fear part of it. And that over time, I'm sure will uh, disappear. And then, um, you know, the nervous factor it's repetition. Once you go through the, the cycle of coming in, doing the training, making sure that you follow up with any questions you have, that aspect of it will eventually melt away. And um, the one thing that I, I really would say I am is excited because, again, this is something that I I put uh, as my um, my next step in my career, the, the fulfillment of getting to this point. Um, and being able to call myself a technician and, um, you know, wear the accolade on my, my back as or, or, or on my badge, uh, on, my, on my chest as a badge, um, that excitement alone is, is definitely the biggest part of going into the unknown because uh, I want to be able to see exactly how I lend uh, myself to what actually happens once we complete our service and the, the final step because that's that's the biggest part of it all is that fulfillment aspect of it so yeah um all in a bunch i i'm, I'm having all those nerves uh, excitement all those feelings that come with the unknown but yeah it's exciting perfect perfect i love hearing all this you know you mentioned uh a you know a badge and wearing that uh, on your uniform 
uh, it's not just going to be a title on your badge. You're also going to have a national certification once you pass the board exam. You know, there's a doctor, MD. There is a nurse, registered nurse, RN. You know, and there's other professions out there. You're also going to have a title now, and uh, which comes with responsibilities. And you can have many titles in there. And each one of them represents certain numbers of dollars and cents and certain amount of professional responsibility which is great because with it come financial rewards and professional rewards, emotional rewards for a job well done, which I fully expect that you will do, given what I've seen in the classroom with you. Could you give some advice to people who are currently sitting on a fence, who are afraid or apprehensive about making a career move? What would your advice be to them now that you have made the giant leap, and you're 90% there in your new career, what would you say to the people? What would your advice be? So for me, if I wanted to get some feedback, um, some motivation, or uh, word of encouragement, um, I would want to hear or I would anticipate uh, a push, and my push would be to everyone who's thinking about it is just do it. Uh, I know it sounds like a catchphrase from a, a very popular slogan, but it really boils down to that when you think about it. You're in your current situation and you're looking at certain factors that are making you feel like you're not fulfilled and you know there are steps that you can take and at best there's very simple steps and the, the only thing that you need to do is to make one step and that's to at least start and a lot of people hesitate to do that because they don't get that word of encouragement they don't have that motivator um they don't have that coach to say hey you got to get up and do it um that's all it really takes it's just sometimes you got to motivate yourself to say i'm tired of making this kind of money i'm tired of not being fulfilled i'm tired of not being able to move upward in my career and what can I do? Well, the first thing is to do is to, you know, pick up the phone or go online, um, find out what can be offered or what you can do. And in this case, Boston Career Institute have people at the front line to answer all those questions for you. How long would it take? What kind of money are we seriously talking about making? What kind of upward mobility is there? Is there growth for me? Um, you already know the fulfillment that comes with it if you have a passion for healthcare in some aspects because there are all avenues of healthcare that offer something for everyone. It doesn't matter what background you come from, whether it's from uh, you know hospitality or customer service or sales or whatever it may have you. There's an avenue in the healthcare industry for everyone. And it's just a matter of asking the questions and someone putting you in the right direction and telling you this is where you would start and this is where you could be within the next four to six months if you apply yourself. And as simple as that, you just have to do it. Wow, sage advice, if I do say so myself. This is, uh, this is great stuff, Cedric. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm floored um, by what you're saying here. This is, this is great. Um, Another question, if I may, what would you say were the primary reasons for your success at this stage? 
now so far again you you are reaching this this interesting first stage of your professional development what were the what do you think are the reasons are uh, for your success uh i think when it boils what it boils down to i i feel the, the reason for my success would be um the lack of fulfillment and wanting to feel fulfilled and um i always look at my day-to-day doings whatever whatever it may be what am i fulfilled in what i'm doing and that's what it boiled down to i wasn't fulfilled in what i was doing currently and i felt like i needed to find a way to get that fulfillment and when i understood what that was i felt like there was nothing really holding me back other than myself and once i cleared myself of that hurdle that's where my success came in because you're always going to have failures but with failures it's a learning example you just have to kind of find a way to do it over and find a way that works instead of thinking that because you failed that now you can't go forward because that's not the truth i mean everyone in life has failed at something and most things that we have or we appreciate come from some aspect of failure but they after the amount of repetition times that it was done over they was a, a a success story at the end of that that allowed people to enjoy those successes and others to uh you know enjoy it with them so for me i think my primary reason for my success is the fact that i was seeking something that was more fulfilling and that that passion to find it was what brought me to where i am today which is um being able to land a job with a, a reputable uh, facility and um, on my way to completing my certification in uh, stealth processing. Wow. So you, you what you're telling me, if, I, if I'm understanding you correctly, so it was the actual need, need to succeed right. or need to do something meaningful that gave you that push, that led you to kind of, it drove you to seek success in both professional and emotional and financial aspects of your current state. Now, Cedric, how old are you, if I, if I may ask? 38 years old. 38 years old, and you're jumping into a brand new career. Now, that's, I mean, that takes guts. That takes guts to, you know, to do. And I, I, I'd like people to consider this, that, you, you know, years go by relatively quickly. And we find ourselves in a situation where, even though we're comfortable at what we're doing, that need to be even more comfortable or rather uncomfortable and say, I can do more, I can do better, I can do more good, I can earn more money, I can be more charitable with that money um, or, or do whatever. It's you, you have to feel something. And I, I'd like to sort of uh, circle back a little bit to what you said earlier. Well, kind of what you said, but I got something out of it. Um, did you have a support structure for you that helped you move forward? Did you have any, should I say, cheerleaders in your life that, that said, yeah, Cedric, you can do it. Yeah, you're right, man. This is, this is, this seems like a great thing. You can do it. Or were you more self-motivated, you know, to get this done? Did, were, were there any detractors in your life that said, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. It's, you're going to fail. 
you know, don't do that. You'll get hurt. Don't go there. Stick to what you know. Yeah, well, it's funny that you ask because uh, I would say I had all of that. I had a little bit of self-motivation where it didn't matter if uh, someone was giving me, you know, the push and giving me the the chair to, to move into something that I was not, uh, you know, thinking of or was uh, pushing for. Um, but um, I did have friends and colleagues that know me personally and, you know, they know my attitude, they know my drive, they know who I am as a person, and they definitely understand and know that I'm capable of these type of endeavors and they encourage me immensely and having that feedback is always good to hear. Um, and yes, definitely had naysayers, the people that would, you know, laugh and say, really at your age, this is what you're doing now. Are you sure this is what you didn't want to do? Um, going into something that you've never done before. This is not what you're used to doing. And the doubters, you know, people doubting that, hey, this, I don't think this is a wise idea. You know, um, everything that's happening now, do you sure you want to get into the medical field? And you, you have to just take it for what it is, because in everything you do, there's going to be those people. There's going to be the naysayers that don't believe that you're capable, but you're not, you're not, they're not for you. Honestly, those are the ones that you really have to cut off and find some other people in your life that are not going to doubt your capability. That even if they think that you need to do a lot more work to get there, they're actually backing you. Because at the end of the day, um, you're not proving anything for them. You're doing it for yourself. You don't need someone to tell you you can't. Because, again, I don't believe in can't because can't is not in the dictionary. Um, but also you have to really dig deep in yourself and find that self-motivation to make these steps because at the end of the day, it's only about number one, you. Yes, you may have people that you need to provide for, your family, um, whoever it may be that you need to provide for. Um, but at the end of the day, it boils down to you taking care of you in order to provide for them. And absolutely surround yourself with people that are on the same wavelength as you because they're the ones at the end of the day that are going to always push you to do your best and always make sure that if there's anything you need, any support you need, I, I almost guarantee that they're always going to be able to offer you that, whether it be friends, colleagues, um, family. Um, it's always good to have those um, those support lines around. But um, at the end of the day, when you go to BCI as well, those guys are the biggest supporters because they believe in their students and they have the track record for it. So, um, again, on, on all of that, um, it, it was just a, a little bit of everything. But my biggest thing was self-motivation. Well, Cedric, I, I don't know what to say. I, I am completely at awe, in awe of, uh, of uh, our conversation. Um, I've had the privilege of seeing you work in my class. I've had the uh, privilege of uh, guiding you a little bit through uh, this maze of career development. And uh, now you are um, moving to the next stage um, of your success. You're going to write your first chapter of uh, your success story in this particular um, part of healthcare, and you never know that in a year or two, 
when you settle in and you get a few more certificates um, behind your belt, you may be able to choose to do something even more um, lucrative, even more rewarding in, in healthcare or, or beyond. But healthcare truly is one of the noblest professions out there. And uh, you can grow within there so much and you can earn so much money in there for the great work that you can do. And great work is still recognized uh, in healthcare, and you can see, truly see the fruits of your labor from the work that you do. Uh, when you put your name on a set of surgical instruments and that set gets delivered to surgery and a life gets saved or a life gets improved um, and your name is on every single one of these instruments that work, that work properly, that are properly disinfected and sterilized and are ready to go. And that's you. And the learning skills that you've acquired in my class are lifetime learning skills. You can apply them into to any profession. And um, I'll be here for you should you choose to make your next career move um, and you need uh, the career guru's advice. I'll be there for you. And hopefully you will reach out and you will share um, more successes with us, uh, with me personally. And I'll be delighted to guide you to the next level should you choose to seek me out. And I'm truly grateful for the time that you took to spend with me and with our audience, which is growing by leaps and bounds, by the way. All of you people who are enjoying these podcasts, please, please, please share them. On, uh, on YouTube, please hit the subscribe and uh, like buttons and so on and so forth on other platforms. Uh, whatever they call you to do, please do them. People do need to hear about these success stories. People should hear about the Boston Career Institute um, and about the field of sterile processing and other things that you can do uh, here at BCI. There are so many uh, wonderful careers that you can get into in healthcare and uh, in our school in particular. Uh, like medical assisting, dental assisting, a huge field. I'm going to bring forth uh, some more guests to talk about dental assisting in the upcoming episodes, which is going to completely uh, and totally floor you. I know they have me. So all these uh, podcasts are in the, in the works right now that we're ready to do. So Cedric, thank you so very much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing your experience, your wisdom. Uh, it was truly outstanding and uh, I look forward, truly look forward to hearing from you soon with uh, great stories of your great accomplishment. My pleasure. It was definitely a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much and uh, we'll be in touch. Well, friends, my aspiring career gurus, this was fun. Thank you for tuning in. I feel enlightened, I feel empowered, and I'm feeling grateful that we spent this time together. For more information about Boston Career Institute, please visit our website at www.bostoncareer.org. For questions, comments, and or information about our podcast, email the Career Guru Podcast at gmail.com. The Career Guru Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Podbay FM, or whatever you stream your podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you all soon. All the best to you. My name is Steve Yanofsky. I am the career guru. May God bless you. And hashtag, let's career up. <laughs>